Welcome to episode 100, 100 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. Hello, Kareen. Hi, Steve. I can't believe we've made it here. I feel like we need a senior citizen discount at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the 100th century episode. It seems to have taken us long to get here. We, we, we got in we fits have. and starts. We, yeah, we did. Over it, it, what, it was, four it was, years? It, it, twists and turns here and there, and we sort of landed yeah. all of a sudden. Here we are at the 100th episode. Yeah. We sort of had sort of spits and starts of doing them sort of almost every other week, I think, at one point. But, you know, we can't make ourselves, you know, available 100% because of, you know, work commitments, family commitments and all the rest of it. So for the 100th edition, you better have your popcorn and your comfy chair at the ready because we think... We're going to go over the half hour, right? That's immediately everybody's hit the pause button. Right, right. They're like, that's it. <laughs> but, we're done. We don't want to listen. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, sod that. Yeah. <laughs> this one, we've actually been sort of planning for what? Two months, is it? Just Three about. Months? I can't yeah, remember. it's about two and a half months in the playing. And make sure you have your notebooks and pens out as well, not just your popcorn. Yeah. We've been pushing it back and pushing it back a little bit, but. We wanted to do this particular topic um, in full. <laughs> no half measures. We wanted to do this and do it well. Yes. And the 100th edition did seem sort of, well, that's a good enough excuse. We'll, we'll keep <laughs> it in, in reserve for that one. Um, yeah, we must have been, it must be sort of, in podcast terms, we've done been talking about this one for at least five or six episodes that I can think of, which is a couple of months or more. Anyway. Right, right. So today we are going to discuss things that we use um, every day. Um, not necessarily uh, everyday carry, which is a lovely phrase that you'll hear banded around a lot. Um, but we We've sort of referenced some of the sort of everyday carry or EDC sort of items and, you know, looking at other people's lists and sort of got an idea of, right, so what do they sort of include in their sort of, you know, everyday use type items? As sort of a, you know, basically like a sort of benchmark or sort of framework would be a better way of putting it. And sort of we've sort of, expanded it we've not gone too mad i don't think in terms of what's got included because you can go absolutely crazy with some it, of these it could items. be a never-ending list at some point that's the thing yeah. is where do you draw the line and, and you'd need um passepartout to carry it around for you, <laughs> <if> you... <laughs> i don't know if i'd go around the world in 80 days with all the stuff that i've listed here though <laughs> but I, we hope you you will enjoy it. You will see when you when you've uh, clicked on the links and what have you um, that we have included affiliate linked items um, to the usual sort of emporiums like Amazon UK and Amazon US. And I'll put in the show notes links to um, Kareen's list and. I will also have my list of items with, you know, with pictures and what have you. I've got, I've actually only got the, at the moment, my, I'm just looking literally at a, a list of items with a list of, with a load of links next to it. No pictures. So I'm sort of doing this from memory, which is going to be interesting. To say oh, that. Steve, you had but, three um, months to prepare for this and this is what you came up with. <laughs> Green shared me her link. You know, oh, that looks very flash. <laughs> so we've we've sort of got it broke, broken down, and, and there is um, sort you know an, an everyday sense to it. Yeah. You know, if you're sort of you know you're an organised person, and you want to go around, and you you are sort of being prepared, as it were, the good old Boy Scouts sort of motto of be prepared. Um, for most things, you know, not everything, you know, you're not you're going to be hauling a sort of a mechanic's toolkit around with you and daft things like that. But, yeah. You know, it, it sort of comes down to sort of um, what you're 
you sort of what you touch most during the day in an everyday situation if you're going to work and coming home and or you're going out for the day and or you're you're traveling for instance because some of these items i only um use when i'm traveling sometimes but correct same they're thing. nice things to have to hand and I might, I might still even though it only gets used when i'm traveling i still might use it in between sort of trips for other purposes and that's it that's great if you can buy something that you don't just use for your holidays and you can get use maximum use out of it when you're um in your everyday life as well then even better so where do you want to start in, on the list? Corinne? Well, I've, um, unlike Steve, I have categorized and cross-referenced my items by category. So I, I don't know if he's prepared to come up to my standard on this one. <laughs> he's wildly pointing done. his finger at me from France. What? What is it? <laughs> you've put them into context, haven't you? <laughs> I have. I have. Ooh, I have indeed put things in context. And, and so for me, uh, for at least for the American planner verse, I know you all will get this. This is sort of like Oprah's favorite things. Yeah, this is Kareen and Steve's favorite things. And both my friend and I are very modular when it comes to the things that we carry. So first we came up with the EDC list and we said, hmm, that's a good idea. Then we realized that everyday carry depends on where we're going every day. So if he's off to his French classes or whatever it is that he's doing, his everyday carry looks different than it would be on a day when he's going grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with me. So uh, I, I made a list. I think I'm going to start with the travel section, Steve, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Have you got your mind wrapped around your little um, yeah. zeros and uh, I, ones I there or whatever code you're using the binary <laughs> system to, to signal the fact that you've got products there you want to talk about? Um, so these are things for me, as far as I can tell, I've traveled a lot in my life. I've traveled for work. I've traveled professionally. I've traveled um, in, in very remote and austere conditions. And I am not saying by far that this is the complete list this is just what I have been using in the last 10 years. So this is something that I've realized that within the last 10 years, I'm still using them. And they've still, even when I travel, they come in very handy. Now I'm going to start with my first item on my list, which is the Gerber Hinderer Rescue Knife. Hinderer. Hinderer. <laughs> You're getting that one out of the way, I take because it's so difficult to pronounce. Exactly, because it's so difficult to pronounce. Um, I keep this in my car, actually, on a daily basis. And it was designed by Firefighter. And it's got a, a tool cutter, not just a blade, but it's got a tool cutter that actually slices seatbelts very quickly and rapidly in case you're ever stuck in your car and you can't get out. And it's also got a pointy bit at the end that you can jam up against any window in the corner of a window and have that window shatter safely so that you can get out. And I absolutely will not leave the house without this. Um, it's usually in my car, so I'm usually in my car, but if I'm ever going to a full day event somewhere out there in the wilderness, this is coming with me. I have packed this in my carry-on suitcases. This has come with me abroad. Uh, I don't have any problems with it when it's checked in. So make sure you don't carry on. <laughs> don't carry this on. You will have problems. <laughs> I guarantee that. Um, but you can check it in. And I have found myself using it uh, more often than not. It is extremely sharp. It doesn't look sharp in the photos. But this thing will slice through anything. And I have used it as something to slice food up something to and I've never actually had to use it in an emergency situation thank god but it's very good to have in case there is an emergency situation this is the one thing I would want to have with me I've got this vision of you peeling potatoes with it of course you do Steve those those are usually the visions you have of me some post-soviet biddy with a with a head head handkerchief or something like that and I'm making potatoes yes Steve yes <laughs> what's on your list Steve well, on my list, I've actually it's sat in front of me, which I've had since I was about 21. And that's a long time ago. <laughs> I've had this thing about 40 years, and it's the trusty Swiss Army knife. 
Indeed. Multi sort of tool. And he's got thing. a nice little leather pouch for it too. You all can't see. Little this, leather pouch with a sharpener to it as well. And this thing, my mother and father gave me this for my twenty-first birthday present. Um, they'd been on holiday to Switzerland. It's a massive thing, but I've had it all that time, and it's never failed me yet. Really, it's one of these things that's got loads of options. But also, um, the other thing that I do not necessarily carry with me all the time in my bag, but I always have it handy, is a Leatherman. Um, yes. One of these multi-tools. So it's got pliers and screwdrivers and, and various things like that. You know, a, a thick pointy thing for getting um, stones out of horses' hooves and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but they're incredibly useful if you're out in the field doing antenna work and stuff like that, which is my sort of, you know... Right. So, how I get my uh, kicks sort of thing. Um, so, you know, yeah, that type of thing, or um, cutting branches out of the way of things if you're on a, you know, you walk on a walk or something like that. I quite often ended up having to do that because, you know, a tree branch has fallen across the path and we've had, you thought, well, how on earth, you can't heave the thing out of the way because it's got all tangled in the fence or something yeah, you know, like yeah. that. Okay. But, uh, that's useful. Have you used it? Yeah, well, not much that recently, for obvious reasons. We were a bit sort of uh, ensconced at home a lot of the time. But, um, yeah, it has been used a lot in the past. Again, it comes a little leather yeah. carry pouch. You can fit it on your belt if you want. Okay. Sort of thing. Well, keeping with the travel theme, I'm also going to be introducing a handbag that is very near and dear to me. I have two of these and I have one more on the way. So the third one is actually on the way. I it, I am a very difficult person when it comes to handbags. And I know Steve and I uh, have talked about how Allison struggles with handbags as well. And for me, I believe I have resolved my issue because usually when I fly, I have a hard time figuring out which handbag I'm going to take with me on the plane and then which one I need to fold and tuck away so that I, that's the one I want to use when I'm actually landed somewhere. And I have resolved that problem. I can use the same handbag with this handbag that is in the plane that I can use when I've landed. And it does, I don't have to have two, three different handbags. It is the Echo Sculptured handbag the one that is pictured in the links when you eventually get there will be the gray rose version which i'm currently using i also have a fire brick version and the amber version is on the way and the reason i buy them is because i love short handled handbags i can't find enough of them this thing is wide enough and i've realized that when i'm on the plane i really just need the basics the essentials i need some sort of entertainment in the form of a kindle or an ipad i need my phone a charger a little makeup case and passports documents wallet that's it keys sunglasses off i go and so this is enough, it's wide enough that it opens up and holds everything. And it's also small enough that I can carry it with me day to day. And it doesn't look ostentatious. It doesn't have the Gucci name branding on the side or anything like that. Steve and I were having a good laugh prior to recording about the Gucci-ness of this whole thing. Um, I'm, I'm pretty low key when it comes to uh, brand names, but I do have good and expensive taste as what my husband has recognized. Um, and I don't mind, I'd rather buy something that is quality and buy one of it than have a hundred of them. And the reason I have them in three colors is because I wear them with different outfits. Yeah, so that's um, really the reason I have three. Mm. Um, but I love this handbag and I highly recommend it. Um, and the reason I bought the third one now, cause it was more than 90% off. So I ended up mm. buying it. I'm gonna dye it a different color for myself. I wanna dye it brown in case anybody's but, wondering. Chocolate brown. Be, be patient and wait for the sales. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get ridiculously yeah. high in price and then they go down in price. So just mm. hang on. Bags are a, a sort of a bit of a thing for me, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> I think I almost own more bags than my wife does. So Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I sort of, I got this thing I don't, I hate having a bag that's way bigger than the, um, the actual items I need to carry with me. So I've got them in variety of sizes and I choose the bag that's appropriate for the for the trip or whatever. But I, I for a sort of everyday use, I tend to use, you know, small um, size sort of messenger bags. Or in my case, quite often they're camera bags. The beauty of a camera bag is they do come in a variety of sizes. Um, you can pick whichever size you want. 
and they they tend to vary them in nice incremental sort of steps and also the inter interior of the bag is very soft lined and with movable dividers and what have you so you can easily rejig the thing for whatever it is you're carrying so if you've got a, a, an expensive leather planner that's going in there you haven't got to worry about it being scratched next to your keys or whatever you can put your keys into a separate pocket and all that sort of thing so um yeah i've, I've sort of adopted that sort of uh, thing once i sort of was no longer retired because i was no longer carrying a briefcase or a sort of messenger bag to work sort of thing i needed to adopt a slightly different uh raison to, you know sort of reason for living as it were so I sort of went down the sort of thing and, you know, a man carrying a bag over here in France is not unusual. It's the norm as it was. So you don't get any odd looks really having a, a sort of a mess, carrying a messenger bag anymore these days. It's sort of fairly low key. So, yeah, I've, I use a variety of different ones. Um, Which one are you recommending? Manufacturers. Well, I've got a few on the list here. Oh, I won't okay. mention them by name here because... You know, I sort of picked out ones that were sort of similar for different reasons, but each one has got, um, you know, a variety of sizes available. So, you know, you can vary the, you know, whatever it is. Okay. Um, according to your taste um, and budget, of course, as well. Because banks can go from sort of ridiculously low prices to ridiculously high prices in some cases yeah so i don't really have a, an absolute favorite i do have you know, i've got um a few you know real sort of very nice leather ones myself but i don't use them every day so they're sort of almost sort of special occasions as it were really but they're quite tough really to um yeah make use of Okay, um, next on my list is the Rimoa Topaz 21-inch cabin multi-wheel luggage. I know Rimoa is expensive. Listen, I've been traveling a lot. I know what I've dealt with. I've had roller bags go bad on me. I've had wheels pop off. I've had all kinds of nasty stuff happen. And I know these dent. Um, and today, with the way that planes are built, they're usually checking them in for you at the gate. But I will say this. Rimoa has international service. They will come to your hotel and fix something if need be. And I have not found anything that has the strapping system that Rimoa has, the internal strapping system. So I love this bag. I travel with it all the time. And I will I will actually, I've been in places where I've only traveled with this check-in bag. And that's why I like it, because it can hold a, quite a lot. Um, I also want to recommend the Human Gear Go Bites Titanium Spork. I have used this. It's by Human Gear. And it is essential for me ever since I switched to a whole food plant-based diet. I've been finding myself trying to eat on the go in airports, in hotels. And this is essential because it acts as a fork, as a spoon, and as a knife. One edge of the fork actually has a bit of a sharp blade to it. And it can get checked in. It's perfectly fine. It can actually go on. It um, doesn't have to be checked in. It can be come on, come on board with you in the plane. For lug actually sort of luggage, we've um, got some Briggs & Riley uh, cases. Um, again, we've got two large ones and a, a small sort of commuter sort of style uh, wheeled bag. And that's been absolutely superb for various trips that I've done. Um, backwards and forwards to London quite a lot of times. Mm. Um, and the two large ones we've we used initially for our trip to um america five years ago now but the 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 big selling point if you like is they've got lifelong guarantee on them they are a bit more expensive when you first buy them but at the end of the day um it's going to give you long service which is the important thing right isn't it? right um i also travel with a hero clip have you ever seen this thing Steve, it's a, it's a it's a like a carabiner clip, but it's I got mean, yeah. a swivel portion to it, and it's actually strong enough to hold a backpack up full, a fully loaded heavy backpack with camera gear and all this other stuff, planners, whatever you have. And I have found myself often in other bathrooms and stalls and places where I don't want to put my bags on the floor, 
and this thing I just clip to the outside and I clip it over the door and it's fine. Um, I, it's not a sexy one. It's not the kind that has a gemstone at the end or, you know, I don't know how some people wear for their purses. Like there's ones that are sp specific for purses, but I like this one because I literally keep my bag off the ground everywhere I go. Often I visit clients as well and they don't have anywhere for me to put my bags except for on the desk or on the floor. And I can clip this to the side of a door or something. So that way it's not, on the, I highly recommend it. It's very strong. And I like the human gear uh, go tubes as well for travel, for using liquids. Uh, it's actually marked with the standard measurements for what's acceptable inside airports. It's made of silicone and it's easy to uh, color code. And I, I've never had an issue with it. They're refillable and easily used. On that sort of uh, front, we I've got several of those sort of small things for traveling as well, but I uh, use sort of a reusable uh, water bottle for the same reason, to mm. stop having to use plastics. Um, one of these sort of aluminium ones, which is, I think they must be lined inside, I can't remember. Um, they're quite quite handy, keep things cool as well for you know quite a good time, especially in summer if you're traveling when you're... Um, in the real hot weather very ideal for that sort of thing um one of the essentials when we come to sort of tech and traveling is i have um one of these power banks you know sort of rechargeable battery that you can oh, then yeah. charge your phone from um that's been incredibly useful i've found over the um various trips for keeping everything alive and kicking sort of thing because quite a lot of things these days all um, charge from usb and several of them now come with sort of a couple of um, usb um, outlets on them to, to keep the thing charged and you just charge it in your hotel room overnight sort of thing mm -hmm. um i've i've been using that power note power bank but i could not find a link to it steve do you remember the one that mm -hmm. fits inside a personal size file oh you know yes yes yeah. Ian Dawes had turned me on to that and I absolutely love it. I could not find a link for it, folks. Um, I will I will send some more information to Steve so that he can put some search functions in there for you for keywords. But uh, it was available on eBay. I don't see it anymore. A Canadian company was making it. But uh, I do, as far as tech goes, I I've bought into the Bose system and I use the QuietComfort 35.2 wireless Bluetooth headphones as well as... Um, the Bose SoundSport True Wireless earbuds, with which I'm recording right now, by the way. He, Steve can't even see them. They're so small in my, they're hiding behind my curly hair right now. Um, but I love these two for two reasons. One, the, the noise canceling on the main headphones, the big ones are outstanding. I've not seen anything like that before. And my goodness, when you travel, noise is a big issue. Um, actually, the noise from the airplane is very damaging to to my calm <laughs> i don't want to sound to um most people although it's it's exhausting like if you're if you're ever tired from traveling it's usually the noise as well um and then the little ones the earbuds uh have magnetic recharging case that come with it and they ha it has its own battery pack that it gets stored in so when you pop them back into the case they're actually recharging which i find tremendous and they're good enough to be able to slide into your handbag during the day and off you go hmm. Headphones is another one of my, uh, how many pairs have you got? <laughs> Type I have items. one over the head and one, uh, you know, just earbuds. Yeah, well, yeah. unfortunately, mine depends on what I'm doing. I, for sort of com conversations like we're having here, I prefer open-backed headphones. I can actually hear myself. Whereas, I, you know, when I'm traveling or in a noisy environment, Yes, I have a pair of Bose Quiet Comfort um, headphones as well. And they're brilliant for isolating yourself from the surroundings. But I find them too sort of <laughs> isolating when you're holding, you know, when you need to hear your own yeah. voice sort of thing. Yeah. So also, also, do you want wired or wireless uh, things? But when I'm in the office, I tend to use wired ones rather than wireless. Mm. Um, so I've got a pair of Sony MDR 7506s, which are quite an old um, design of 
um, headphones, but they've been around for ages, but they're sort of studio quality ones. So the, the sound quality on these things is absolutely excellent, but they are coiled. <laughs> you know, they've got a coily, curly lead on the thing, so they're not sort of um, wireless by any means. Um, but they're on-the-ear ones as well, so they, they sort of, you know, isolate you to a certain extent. So I can't use those for a phone call either. So what I'm actually using is an ancient pair, which I found in a cupboard, of Sennheiser uh, open-backed headphones. And they're fine for things. They're just a, such a simple design. There's nothing really that can go wrong with them. Yeah, Sennheiser um, makes really nice headphones. But And they work, and that's, and that's the thing. So And when I'm sort of using my laptop uh, or my iPad, I've got a cheap pair of sony wireless uh bluetooth headphones mm. they were about 30 35 pounds i think not expensive ones and i'll put a link to those in as well but again it, you know for what it is what is it you want um i find headphones can vary quite dramatically in price yeah uh, really yeah. i'm maybe i'm a skin flint but i think really 300 <laughs> 200 it, it it just seems bizarre some of the prices that yeah. these things go for now i think uh, in our list you know we may vary in some of the items that we use but i can tell you as far as my items they do get used every single day either when i'm traveling or at home uh, i don't think their day has gone by at least at home that i haven't used my bose headphones also think of it this way i don't have an office with doors so it's sitting in the middle of the room. People are coming and going, the dog, the husband, the life, it all happens around me. So if I've got my noise canceling headphones, I'm happy and work is getting done. <laughs> and you see these people's lips Right, moving. right, right. <laughs> now, as far as um, charging, charging your phones and your devices, Steve, what do you use? What's, do you just use I, the regular cords they come with? Yeah, it's most of the time, but I've, I prefer, I looked up, um, cables and things on um wire cutter and they recommended um anchor i think it's anchor yeah i recommend cords. anchor too i love so, anchor power lines so, so um i bought quite a few of those because i got fed up of these ones where you, you know you use them for about six months and they all start cracking at the ends and right they fraying fray. and all the rest of it so i I sort of bought one or two to start with and then eventually replaced all the, the sort of cheap ones that I'd bought, the Amazon Basics ones, with, with some Anchor ones. Um, I've currently got um, one of these wireless charging pads from um, Ikea, of all places, mm. for charging my phone by the side of my bed. And the nice thing is you, you don't have to be sort of conscious to be able to work out where you plug the thing in. You just sure. drop the phone on the pad and away it goes sort of thing um that that is a boom i think and i'm when ikea reopens again after the current uh, crisis i'll be, be going there for another one for use in the office because then i can just drop my phone on it and um, it'll charge quite neatly then but yeah i ended up equipping myself with a little carry case with a variety of various charging cables for various things that i'm taking with me and that charging case i only tend to use now purely for trips going away because i found i I was finding i was spending so much time going around the house from various places in the house gathering all these bits and pieces together this adapter and that cable and oh converters and god knows what else that i thought let me put together an actual dedicated kit that 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 is like you know you can't use that on a normal everyday basis but if you're going away you just put you just literally put that pack in your case and you know you've got everything with you that's the thing we've done the same as far as travel goes is like one of those longer plugs that have multiple outlets in them there is one like that that has the usb cables just on it so you can plug your usb cords we've gotten one for europe and we've gotten one for the us so whenever we just take that one cable with us you can plug in four at a time and it it comes with us and then for home i ha- i like the chi chargers the wireless stuff so i got the spansive 
multi-device wireless charging station, which is really nice because I can put two, three phones up there and uh, people come in and they just drop their phone off and the iPad can get charged. It's also got wired charging. I really like that. And then there's just Qi chargers on the desk. I don't like to see that many cables. It kind of drives me crazy and they're, they make dust. So they sort of collect dust under the table when you're not looking. And I would prefer to have a more streamlined look overall, just because there's not that many things. So I did make a case, a travel case out of the cables that we pulled out from what was under the desk into uh, something that we could use when we're traveling. Yeah. Yeah, it also helps when, what if you've got any sort of specialist things that you, you only use it to charge a particular device yeah. and, and nothing else. I've always tried to get hold of a second one so that the spur one can go in the in the travel case and I've then got one for everyday use as well sort of thing yeah I know it sounds very what's it but it just makes life easier when you need to go need to travel at short yeah. notice as well because well, there's nothing then... worse than getting getting to your destination and find you're missing something um, right or then forgetting then it at some... the hotel <laughs> yeah that's happened to me too. Nightmare. <laughs> um, let's talk about some analog things, Steve. Do you mind? So I have some books yeah. up here. I thought maybe some books would be interesting. These are books I've listed that have really had a tremendous impact on how I conduct my daily life. And um, I've even included the Ultimate Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because this podcast has meant so much to me. Uh, Steve and I started this I think, where was I? Was I was I living in Alaska at the time, or no? We we, we discussed it a little bit when you were there. Yeah, but you but... were in Virginia, I think the first. Oh, I think that's when we started. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I I've listed a series of books, uh, including the style statement, which is uh, something that allows. Uh, it's an introspection on being able to come up with two words that define your style. And I think, I don't know if people pay a lot of attention to this, but if you actually, it helps you build a mission statement for your life. And I find that a lot of my clients that come to me saying, well, I don't know what to plan. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do when I grow up or all of these um, combination of things. I find that if you have a mission statement for your life, then you can start building up your goals from there because then you know what you're going after. And I found the style statement to be the book for setting up a mission statement that only has two words. It's a workbook. It takes a lot of time to get through it. It is not something that you're going to get done in one weekend, but I highly recommend it as far as books. And then of course the Marie Kondo books, I mm. highly recommend. Yeah. I've got a few books on my Kindle that are sort of not ones that you want to sort of sit down and read end to end sort of thing, mm. but they're sort of, if you like reference books, I suppose in, in some way, you sure. might have gone through them at some stage, but you might sort of dip in and out of them. But I've got a few books. Uh, I was just thinking, as you were talking there, I was just thinking, if someone was said to me, what book have you read more than once or more than twice all the way through sort of thing? And I think, hmm, that's a difficult question to answer. But there's there are one or two books in my collection, actually, you know, physical books, Um that I have read over the years more than once, not necessarily very close time-wise to each other, but I have right. sort of gone back to them, say, you know, five or ten years later and reread them again sort of thing. They tend to be non-fiction, I must admit, rather than fiction books. But, um, yeah, there's one or two um, that fall into that category, but not many. One of them would be um, Sir Francis Chichester's uh, Voyage Around the World, when he, uh, which was back in the... Ooh, late 60s I can remember as a school kid doing a little yeah. project thing you know like a scrapbook of all the news reports about his trip around the world he's the first solo um, circumnavigation of the globe I think it was or one of the first anyway that uh, yeah I don't know why it held any fascination to me but it did at the time I suppose and it, it sort of uh, stuck with me I suppose it's nice. It's nice to have a collection of books. I have some of these books I still buy in analog form. That's why I listed them. I separated my digital from my analog list uh, because I still feel like there are some books that I want to hold in my hand and read just because I want my RAS 
to get activated when I'm reading. And I don't have that, I, when I read out of my Kindle, I have more of a numbing experience where I'm sort of numb reading my book. I'm getting through it, but it's getting through it instead of enjoying it, if that makes sense. And so uh, I really do prefer actual having physical books. Um, I've also listened, which, which pens and markers do you use for your planner, Steve? I have the Papermate Flare and the Sharpies. I know they bleed. I can't help it. I love the way I write with the fine point Sharpies. My handwriting is on point with them. Which ones do you use? Well, I came across, um, this goes back to when we were um, traveling across the States. and Because I, I tend to use um, fountain pen for journaling and what have you. I didn't want to travel with a fountain pen because I'd heard, I've never actually experienced it myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard these awful tales of them either stopping working completely or they literally explode ink everywhere in your right. bag and whatever. Right. And that was the last thing I wanted. I was thinking, no, don't want this. So I was looking round and I can't remember where I read the review now, but I think I was just generally looking around using Google to look for pens that don't leak or something like that. And came across the Uniball uh, Vision Elite, and I'm sure I've mentioned these before. But they they come in a variety of nib sizes. They're a, like a gel sort of yeah. rollerball type pen, but they're completely sealed um, and guaranteed not to leak on aircraft. They actually sort of state that on the card on the outside. And I actually found them for sale in a... Um, in a shop in in UK where we were visiting at the time, I thought ah, those are the ones I want. Good. Rather than having to order them online, sort of thing. So I, I picked it's up. It's so a couple. good to find them when they're in front of you. Yeah, you know? and I've been using them ever since. And they, there's not. I've bought them in a. They come in a variety of colours. Um, I prefer the point five size because that tends to be not too you know you don't get too much ink out of them they do them in a point seven which is a little bit too thick for my sort of scrawly handwriting and i can't remember if they do them in a smaller size as well which wouldn't suit my sort of style of writing really mm. but i also um like using uh, mechanical pencils as well i've got a thing sure. for you know in, in the planner um, but in my normal sort of journal, um, sort of everyday sort of fountain pen, I'm, I don't go for expensive fountain pens. Um, I've got a few of the sort of um, Pilot Metropolitans, um, Lamy Logo, etc., mm-hmm. etc. And there's a, there's a few. Um, I've got a couple of sort of multi-use pens where it's a, an ink uh, sort of rollerball and a pencil all in the one thing you just sort of twist it one way or the other that's yeah. brilliant if you've only got a single pen loop of course but, do you use uh, highlighters yeah, um i do at home don't tend to carry them with me though you no. don't color code do you no no i did I, I, you know all these years we've been friends i never thought to ask you that but i just got my answer today <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, let's move on to another topic. Um, do you do you have a topic for food, Steve? Do you have daily food items or kitchen items that you that Not you really, share? not that I carry with me, no. Not as such. The, the, the um, water bottles is about as nearest I've got yeah. into that sort of side okay. of things, really. I'll share, I'll share mine. I have the BKR glass water bottle because I don't like drinking out of plastic, and I like it because it's wrapped in silicone, so it has you won't bang it or ding it, really. Um, and I have also listed a few food products. Once you go to the link, you'll see. Um, but I've bought these little bento boxes. I've been really keen on making my own food. And I've noticed that traveling allows me to carry smaller amounts of food when I'm doing my whole food plant-based lifestyle. So I really appreciate the fact that I can take smaller items with me and have a prepared meal. And nobody, everybody on the plane is still waiting to eat the packaged food. And I have my healthy meal ready to go. One of the things I we have used in, uh, for picnics and things is these small gel packs that you pop in your freezer that helps mm-hmm. keep things cool, sort of thing. They're, sure. they're quite flexible, or you can some of them come as a ring, so you can put them around a bottle or um, water bottle or whatever. Um, 
Or you can they, some of them are small flat pack, and they you can put them in a like a Tupperware box, and then put your food stuff on top of them. So I think that works quite well. Do Do you travel with food at all? Not often. Um, if we're traveling back to UK in the car, then yeah, we'll have food with us. But that just goes in yeah. a normal sort of cool box, powered cool box, really. And yeah. then for coming back again. Well, I've been using the Monbento. Uh, bento boxes and they've been really nice they're thin they fit everywhere they actually fit i wanted to talk to you about the um work bag that i use because i ended up using a different work bag uh i was telling steve earlier the company that makes this bag is called mission essential and they didn't want to send me an affiliate link because i'm not a professional seller so um <laughs> if you end up buying this bag tell them that people from the planarology sent you so that they can eat their heart out. Um, it is a pricey <laughs> bag. It is. It's called the the Hrake. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's R-H-A-K-E. The Hrake. Um, and it is a bigger backpack, but it's very slim. And it, it is a bit pricey, but it's water resistant. And I, I will send Steve the link once we're done. Um, but I found that it has a separate pocket a zip pocket on the side for a laptop or tablet and it keeps the other open space available for other things like my bento box and water and all these other things that I need. I like the fact that it's a slim backpack. When I'm traveling, the last thing, I have a tendency to overpack and this backpack really keeps me checked to make sure that I'm taking only the very essential things. I also like it for work because I can take things back and forth without having to um, have things get lost because it's slim things have a tendency to stand up in it so as a result I'm really enjoying it it's the rake VX and I'll make sure I send the link to Steve so that he can share that um, other than food do you use a rice cooker at all Steve I I love my Zojirushi. I can't I can't live without my rice cooker we practically make rice every day or every you other day talk to the wrong person in the household for that sort of thing I'm afraid no. <laughs> do you eat rice or no yeah, but I don't do the cooking much, so um, oh, it's a so terrible you would have admission. no clue. Rice, what is that? Does it grow <laughs> on a tree? That sort of thing. <laughs> well, I do use a Zojirushi uh, rice cooker, and I used to have a smaller one. I ended up buying a little bigger one because we needed more rice on a daily basis. Um, but I will tell you that of all the things that I bought, this one appliance actually does a lot for me because it's also a slow cooker. And I've been able to cook meals and set things up during the day so that it, it's cooked and I come home and it's cooked. And th there's all kinds of videos on YouTube of people cooking in their rice cooker. So if you have a smaller area or you don't want to buy that many appliances, I highly suggest you look at the Zojirushis and, and see uh, which ones. I've never gone wrong with the Zojirushi. I, we even have their coffee machine, but I love their brand. They really know what they're doing. The Japanese are very good about making rice. If you think that's one thing that they would be good at it, and it is. Um, do you have any uh, home wellness or health items that you'd like to cover? I have um, one of these. There's quite a few of them around. I can't remember what brand it is, but I've got a um, sort of blood pressure um sort of monitoring thing you know this one of these cuffs that you stick on and you press the button right. on the machine and it measures your um blood pressure sort of thing that gets i use that about once a month i suppose should use it a bit more often but when just prior to going for a doctor's appointment he prefers it that i i've done some measurements not under pressure not under any sort of stress sort of thing so you get a more accurate sort of average mm of what your blood pressure is at different times of the day, rather than just the, the, the one measurement that he does in the doctor's surgery. So that's why yeah. I bought that. But, you know, I have an Apple Watch. I've previously had Fitbit things as well. And so they're sort of, you know, slightly health-related, I suppose. Um, in well, yeah, terms absolutely. Of monitoring, absolutely. Monitoring and I get how those many steps annoying, you do. And I, I get annoying pings during the day of Steve telling me he's finished a workout and I'm just rolling my <laughs> eyes at him going, oh, right, sure. He sent that off for someone else to go walking with his watch again or something. <laughs> but I, I use the Apple Watch too. I've actually managed to set up a little yoga area for myself. Uh, ever since I switched to a whole foods plant-based lifestyle, I found that yoga was the way that I wanted to go as far as daily exercise. It's 
easy to do. It's easy for my body to do and I'm successful at it. But there are some things that I found I needed when, for example, when it's cold, I have a space heater. I don't want to have to do yoga in the cold. Um, and I've listed some other items in the wellness section um, that you all will see when, when we get when you get to the links. Um, but one of the biggest issues for me has always been sleep. Sleep is uh, a huge problem for me. I suffer from anxiety. Uh, both uh, both of us uh, have sleep issues and we struggle with sleep. And one of the biggest things that has helped me with sleep has been the sleep mask that I've gotten from Manta. I highly recommend this. It is not like any other sleep mask I've had. Usually I get sleep masks and there's light that leaks in from underneath or it's just sitting lightly over my face or there's too much pressure and it's covering my entire face and I feel like I'm getting suffocated. This one is fantastic. The eye cups are adjustable and I, I, I feel like if I don't have it now, I can't sleep. It is absolutely such a cozy feeling to pull down over your eyes and be able to tuck in for sleep at night. I absolutely recommend it. If anybody's having trouble sleeping, consider it. Take a look at their site. They really have some, some good items um, for, to help you sleep. So I have some yoga mats up there, some um, cork yoga wheels. I don't know how interested people are in hearing all of that. The, the list is going to be pretty long once Steve posts it up. It's off of the Planerology page. Um, I will say that I do take a vitamin B12, and that is the one thing that my doctor noticed when I came back for tests after I had started this new diet, saying that my B12 was low. And I found a non-GMO vegan B12 liquid uh, supplement, and I've included that in the links. It's really good. I take it once a day. And do you take any supplements, Steve, or do you need to? No, not really. You're good to go. Uh, huh? Occasionally, if if I'm feeling a bit run down, I have more like a multivitamin type thing, but nothing special or branded or anything. It's just you know standard things from the pharmacy. Um, I sort of get one thrust in front of me. You need to take this, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> someone tells you what. I've got my regular medication it. as well, but you know, apart from that, that I just um, got used to. Uh, taking that stuff um as far also on the the pens department do mm. you use a sort of a, a pen case or a pencil case or sort of utility type case at all I, I i've struggled so much with the steve yes i do i finally ended up on some zippered mesh uh zip cases but i had to run the gamut and i ended up wasting a lot of money unfortunately because I didn't really know what I needed at first I thought I wanted to have everything with me and then I thought I don't really need to have everything with me and when I did have everything with me I hardly used it that's what the issues I was running into is that I thought I wanted to have my entire desk set with me but then when I got to where I was going nothing was getting used maybe two or three of the items were getting used so I actually have two sets I have one for the desk that gets used all the time and then one for travel which is a more pared down version I, I bought one of the Delphonics um, utility pouches. Yeah. Uh, but you often see most people go for the medium or the large one. And the large one must be huge. I don't think how big that is. The medium one, I think, can take an A5 uh, book in, in, the, in the thing. It's, it is quite large. I've actually got the small one. And that really is quite practical. It's not too huge. Yet it's got mm. lots of pockets in the thing for uh, carrying, you know, lots of small items. And if you want to, the, 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 the advantage for me is, is that if I'm um, swapping bags from, as you mentioned earlier, when I go to French class compared to my normal sort of everyday stuff, I can take that pouch out of one bag, stick it in the other, and now I've got all my sort of essential bits and pieces. That's great. Sort of thing. That's so great. that from that point of view that gets you know used quite a lot but the delphonics ones are not easy to get hold of um amazon do sell them but i think you'll find a lot of the time they're supplied from sellers in japan or whatever so they can be sort of three or four weeks before they turn up and of course you're buying it blind almost because you can't easily find these things where well, you can see watch other people's videos and blog posts about them of course 
But I also came across another one, which um, Linnet Lab zipper cases, and they mm-hmm. came in a huge variety of uh, sizes. And I also got um, John Rush. I don't know if you've come across him on YouTube. He reviewed, I think, almost the full selection. They must have sent him the whole range of different ones. And said, <laughs> "Here, are, John, Try show these on your on your channel, sort of thing." So he's done a fantastic video. And he's a real sort of um, pen and notebook specialist sort of guy. So um, I'll put a link to his video in there. That rather than try, I, I don't actually own any of those particular ones, but they were sort of very sort of um, not budget price, but good value for money sort of price. I think um, in terms of uh, what they are, wallets is the other one that um, I constantly not battle with I, i've sort of settled down now into using a particular <laughs> one it's this constant sort of conflict between compact right and being able to carry what you need sort of thing and it's the, the a5 personal just, battle happening yeah, in wallet it's, form. it's mutually incompatible <laughs> almost um you know if you want car and i know a lot of people don't have carry cards or money and stuff like that. I've heard all these stories, but unfortunately, not everywhere does um, contactless. You know, my bank right. card only became a contactless bank card this year. You know, <laughs> prior to that, they, they go, what, what's this? You know, you never heard of it sort of thing. Um, and people still use checkbooks over here. So again, you know, we're sort of, 20 or 30 years behind you know some countries in terms of that i know uk more or less phased out checkbooks in the last 10 years or more you know it's unusual then but um here you can be in the supermarket queue and you see somebody pull out their checkbook and you go oh no we're gonna be here for another five year minutes but <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, it's nice to know that internationally we all have the same experience when someone does pull out a checkbook. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, But, yeah, as far as the pens go, I've I've pretty much settled down on the sharpies and the big flares. Um, I know the sharpies bleed. I don't care. I really don't care. I just write over them on the on the flip side. Uh, I've been really keen on the colors that they provide, and I've also started using pencils instead of highlighters. I still use highlighters. Uh, uh, but I do like highlighting with pencil over the same color and it gives it a softer, softer view. Uh, I will say many people have asked me how I get all of my packaging done at home. Cause I do sell a lot of my things. I, despite my long list here, I I've gone through and I don't keep a lot of things. So it may look like I own a lot, but I actually don't because I end up selling things that I don't use. And my rule of thumb is that it, if it hasn't been used in six months, out it goes. Either it gets donated or it gets sold. And I've used the Dymo label printers. I've listed those as well. I use a software service through Indicia on my Mac. And it costs me, I think, about $16 a month to have the service where I can print my own mailing labels and have, have them contain postage, the proper postage and all of that with the scales and making sure everything's measured. I, I do use this, and for people that are wondering how to get started, start with things that, if anything's over $20 or more, or 20 euros or more, however you want to start in, in your currency, um, just look at what's going to fetch a price. Anything under $20, I just donate. I, I don't even bother, and because I don't want to sit there and play around for things that are less than, than $20. Yeah, it's convenient if you've had your use from it then it's time to sort of move on isn't it sometimes correct yeah and then you know we could talk about planners steve because neither of us link planners i don't think we wanted to um i still use a personal size planner for a wallet i like the silicone card slots that daytimer use that that they do Uh, i've now switched to paniter brand as far as my wallet goes and I'm still using Gilio and Filofax and VDS for my A5s. I switch out uh, regularly. I think between four and five months is the average time I will spend in my A5 before I move the inserts into another planner. Uh, 
sometimes people ask me why you have them. I think it's like shoes or a coat. Like you just kind of want to change it out every so often and not feel like you're in the same uh, item all the time. And it does have a different vibe, a different energy to it. Do you do you happen to change out at all? Not as often these days. I tend to be sort of settled, if think if is is the word. I do occasionally have a sort of mad five minutes and I'll suddenly grab another one out of the cupboard and swap into it. Quick, quick, we have to change something. Yeah, but when you say about changing things, I was just thinking just then, is how often do you empty your handbag or everyday bag and review the contents of it? Daily. A bit like I sort of, I do it daily. I I don't empty the thing completely. Um... I do it about once every six months, I suppose, just to, if nothing else, to give the inside of the bag a clean, because it just collects, you know, the odd receipt. Detritus. In there and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just happens, you know. One of my bags, uh, I've actually stuck in the washing machine before now, because it was getting so filthy. And it came out and survived, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, right, I'll, I'll risk doing that again, sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, a bit like sort of going through your planner sort of thing once a week sort of thing or once every three months or whatever um sort of your weekly reviews it were I, I sort of review the contents of my bag occasionally because the, there are times when i'm thinking hold on a minute why am i carrying all this stuff with me when i don't right. really, when right. was the last time i used x or when was the last time i used whatever right. and i carry a very small uh, usb battery um mm-hmm. pack in in the bag and I can't it must be six months or more since I last used the thing. So I, I shall have to dig the thing out and give it a recharge. But it's quite a good branded one. So it should be OK sort of thing. But, um, yeah, it's one of these things you sort of can forget to do sort of thing from time to time. And um, it, it it's always worthwhile sort of having a, a little clear out every once in a while. And uh, that, That's in, in fact why I switched to daily clear outs and I switched to yeah. the handbags the echo ones because the echo in case anybody's wondering actually will hold an a5 and a personal size um, it's very wide at the bottom so you can lay your a5 flat at the bottom and one of the things I do is when I come home I have an area where I just empty out my handbag everything that's in it comes out keys wallet whatever it is and I always reap place items back in when I'm ready to leave because then I can select what I need so that I'm not out there with you know whatever I needed in the morning is probably not what I need in the afternoon and I found myself doing that so many times as you said carrying around items that I didn't know why I was carrying around midweek I still had things that I only used uh, in the beginning of the week so uh, I've, I've realized that I need to empty this and even though I've gotten to the point where I'm so good with my everyday carry that there are just four items that go in and out. It's the wallet, it's the makeup case, it's the planner, and the keys. That's it. Everything else, the knife I told you lives in the car, uh, the sunglasses now live in the car, unless I'm going with my husband's car, in which in case I can pop into my car and get my own sunglasses out and move on. But other than that, unless there's a specialty item, I know what's going in my car, uh, in my handbag. Excuse me. So the complete list of everything i use and love and care for in my life will be posted by steve but i think that pretty much sums up the main the main uh everyday carry don carry everyday items non-gucci items that i i like to use um these are things that i believe i've honed through my own experiences of what works and what doesn't work for me just because it works for me doesn't mean it'll work for you I highly recommend you give it a try. And if you find that things are not working for you, sell them, give them away. There is no reason that they should be taking up space in your house if you're not using it or you're not loving it. Declutter. That's the key. So shall we wind up our hundredth episode at this point? I think we've more than bored everyone to tears by now. They've all fallen asleep or they've run out of popcorn. I'm not sure which. Right. They're sort of like, wait, that's it. You guys don't have more. We have more. There's more on the list. We're not going to go over everything. But as I said, I I think purchasing items have become a very, very personal thing for me. I I think a hundred times now before I purchase something. 
because I've, I've caught myself before wanting something, purchasing it, and then not enjoying it a day later. So I'm no longer in that cycle of buying things and selling things. Now I really just, I've kind of settled in with my things that I own that I use, that are helpful, that bring value to my life. And if they don't, then out they go. And I encourage you all to do the same and, and buy quality things over cheap things because they tend to last more. So where can we find you on the internet? On the internet, you can find me on Instagram at Karin Tovmasian or Karina Tovmasian. Whoever can pronounce Karina can get an extra high five from me. <laughs> and uh, Third Punch Resumes and Planarology, where this list will be, will be printed for you all. If anybody's interested, it's planarology.com, uh, the shop tab, and then File of Facts. We have indeed Ooh. created a file of facts for you where all these items will be found. Where can we find you, Steve? <laughs> You'll find me in the usual place of filofaxi.com, travellersnotebooktimes.com and Mr. Falafaxi on Instagram. But before we disappear, folks, you're going to get your usual message of don't forget to look at our Patreon page and consider signing up because we'd love you to have you in the team, as it were. But don't forget, folks, if you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like it, subscribe to it, and share it. Oh,